Got a couple of notes uh, last night in relation to some comments that I made on the program yesterday, uh, and also um, in relation to uh, some messages that my colleague John Laws received on the on his program yesterday, and I've had a listen back to what was said. I'll play a bit for you just to put it in context, because context is really, really important. Because quite often people can be taken out of context. I don't back away from what I said yesterday about the Premier of New South Wales. My program is a predominantly Sydney-based radio program, although we broadcast to the Northern uh, Rivers area and the North Coast, Mid-North Coast and in the Central Tablelands. But uh, I am and do receive correspondence from many, many listeners a lot of them in the western suburbs and southwestern suburbs of Sydney. And they are annoyed at the Premier of New South Wales, who effectively has gone back on a promise of not privatising New South Wales assets. You know, the context of the comments that I made yesterday made perfect sense to me, and certainly to many others. But as per usual, uh, whenever you criticise Conservatives... Some come out of the woodwork and decide they want to send texts, no surnames, no phone numbers, uh, to other programs to have a little crack. Uh, some emails here. Uh, this is from Mark. I don't know where you are, Mark. Uh, John, it's a shame other announcers, oh dear, at your station don't have the same class as you. Uh. Well, I'll read it. He said it. I'll read it. It's a shame other announcers at your station don't have the same class as you. Your morning announcer called the Premier a liar and a thief. Marcus Paul is a would-be John Laws, never. Look, I think that's a bit unfair, Mark, because you're asking me to comment on something that I didn't hear and I don't know about and I won't comment on it anyway. But I don't know about... I would be very surprised if Marcus would have called the Premier a liar and a thief. Uh, All I can say is I would hope not. All I can say, I don't know, Uh, but I I would hope not. Anyway, so that's what was said yesterday. Again, uh, John receiving an email, uh, no context associated with what was said. Anyway, uh, of course, for those who listen to the program, you would understand very clearly that yesterday, the discussion, a lot of the program was spent talking about the Premier backtracking on promises not to privatise any more New South Wales assets, including Westconnex. But as we know, the government's under a veil of secrecy, under, you know, very little accountability, not allowing New South Wales State Parliament to sit, which it should be, COVID-safe, of course, uh, and just going about the secretive business of selling off assets. Now, I don't make this stuff up. You know, I receive plenty of correspondence to this program from listeners in the West and the Southwest, many of whom, by the way, are essential workers. You know, that have doctors, nurses, paramedics, police officers and others who are travelling to the city for work, coming from places around the MacArthur Campbelltown, coming from areas of Penrith, the western suburbs of Sydney, even from the northern, uh, well, I guess, from the Hills District. And they are annoyed. They're annoyed that the tolls keep increasing. That was the context of yesterday's discussion. And yes... 
I do believe the Premier has lied. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. The Premier has sold off Westconnex, even though, and I played the audio, even though she made a clear promise to the people of New South Wales when she was after their vote ahead of the last state election, she said she would not be selling off any more New South Wales assets. Up until that point, uh, well, sorry, since that point, $13 billion plus of New South Wales assets have been flogged off, been sold. That's things that you and I own. There's been blatant pork barrelling of money into LNP seats, all the things we've covered on the program. And in relation to calling the Premier a thief, well, put into context, I do believe that the Liberal National Party here in New South Wales has stolen assets from the people of New South Wales and flogged them off, despite making promises otherwise. As I say, I don't make this stuff up. And Mark, whoever you are, obviously you don't leave a surname. I don't know whether you left a number or I'll... I'll ask the, uh, the laws team a little later this morning if I could cite the email and see if this coward's left his telephone number because, Mark, I'd love to chat with you about it. I don't know where you're from, Mark. Maybe you're listening out the bush somewhere and you're not an essential worker who, within the next couple of years, will need to find an extra couple of thousand dollars each and every year just to travel to work. That's what the issue is. And I'm sorry if it upsets people, me calling out what I believe to be the truth. Everything you need to know now. Chris Minns, good morning to you, Chris. Mate, as you can tell, I'm fired up. I hate tolls. Marcus, your anger is justifiable because Sydney is the most tolled city on the planet. This money is being directed into a debt fund to pay off debt, which would imply, what have we been doing for the last decade? This whole privatisation shenanigans has resulted in the largest net debt figure in the history of the state of New South Wales, before COVID hit. This is a absolute mess, and I think the finances are in serious trouble because of this obsession with privatisation. You'll hear about it on Marcus Paul in the morning. Toll roads. Yeah, this, this is a travesty of justice. Toll roads are a perpetual money-making machine, and they can borrow against that income. The toll roads will make billions. Of course billions. they will, yes. And there's no way in the world they're not going to jack them up, pal. It'll go up with the CPI. That's a general trend of things. You'll hear it here. On Marcus Paul in the morning. You see, Mark, uh, the email uh, to Lawsy, context. Okay, so I mean, I can, anybody can send an email saying, oh, you know, so and so called somebody something. Uh, Context, mate. Uh, That's what it's all about. And no wonder, and John's right, it is unfair to send uh, a note, a gutless note to his program without outlining the context in which the comments were made. 